You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, What up, what up, another Slap Dick Podcast coming at you, the real coach JB, my main man Spree, coming to you on this Wednesday, uh, New Year's of 2020, so I want to wish everybody out there Happy New Year's. Um, Man, time flies, brother. Time's a thief in the night, and they don't give a shit about what you got going on. It's going to keep moving on. Yes, sir. 2020. That means it's been 21 years since we played Juco together. God damn. That long? Think about that shit. Oh, shit. Actually, 22 years. 98? Damn. Damn, dog. You you older than a motherfucker because I ain't. Damn. You 300 pounds, 400, whatever you are. Yeah, I'm, you know what I'm saying? 220 or so. You two, you three something and shorter than me. New Year resolutions, baby. New Year. New Year resolution, man. Lose some weight. Mm-mm. Start. We're gonna start this with that good diet drink. Shit. Lucky I'm six three and you five eleven. I'm, I'm blessed there. <laughs> um, but hey, it's episode nine. We're gonna name it first choices and second chances. So we'll get to what that means. You know, I think uh, we all make our own choices. Life's about choices. We make them, but do we deserve second chances? So we're gonna get into that. Um, a little quote of the day, man, on this uh, 2020, I think we need to make a, it's a great year to make it a fucking great year. Yeah. Uh, all you guys out there, there's no excuses. We control the day. Don't let the day control us. Um, and uh, I think you need to wake up determined and able to go to sleep satisfied. So that's the quote of the day. Wake your ass up determined so you can go to sleep satisfied. And uh, if you don't get to, if you're not, you don't have no determination, man. You ain't going to sleep satisfied. You ain't going to never have any satisfaction. So that's just my my take on it. Make 2020 a great one. And uh, let's get into this podcast. We got a lot going on. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed the Eddie George podcast on Monday. Um, That was a good one. And uh, we we had a lot lot more guests to to follow so we got it lined up already so i'm just gonna get to it but we got a lot to get on on the plate um we got a lot of things happen man we've been gone a few days besides the eddie george podcast uh since christmas so um we've been gone but we had a lot of hot topics man i mean you know the lakers and the clippers played on uh christmas day uh lakers pretty much dominated the game from from tip and, and 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 uh, you know it was a good game, but I think the Lakers <laughs> controlled it, and then they lose at the end. Uh, you know they're up like shit, one on one ninety four with three four minutes left, and choked it off. But then LeBron has this excuse is he's hurt, and uh, man, Kobe never had an excuse, Magic never had those excuses, Larry Bird never had those excuses, Jordan never had those excuses. 
I just think to be that greatest player ever, which a lot of people think LeBron is, um, I don't know if you could always have these fucking excuses. So, well, he played. Well, he, he said he was hurt before that game, so yeah, he came yeah. out and played. I mean, he played. He, he, he don't miss saying? games now. I don't know. At least I give him credit for not doing that fucking load management shit. LeBron at least plays if he's not really <laughs> injured. So I think there is a difference between being hurt and being injured. I think he uh, doesn't play. I think he plays if he's hurt. So, um, but, you know, since since Christmas game, you know, I, I, I walked away with that game. Even though I was busy before I traveled to Seattle for his cancer deal, um, based on the stat line and the victory and the last couple of years on what this man's done, I walked away saying Kawhi Leonard's the best player in the world. And, uh, you know, I'm a Laker fan, die hard, but, you know, nuts and guts, man. I mean, Kawhi walked away to me as the more dominant player. Um, yeah, he had some help. I mean, yeah. yeah. They, got play- they all got help. I'm just saying, I, I just think – I don't see Kawhi turning shit down. I see LeBron turning shit down. I, I still have never seen LeBron be that guy, the go-to guy to end, you know, superstars and guys with the it factor, like I like to call it. They don't miss free throws down the stretch. They got ice in their veins. They want the Brock, all those things. And to, and LeBron, to me, has continued to be the guy that's turned that away. So I don't know. I, I like, Kawhi got that killer in him. Uh, he's got that Kobe in him a little bit. I don't put him on Kobe's level, near Kobe's level, but he, he killing Kobe. Uh, oh fuck, here we Fucking go. Killing Kobe. I don't know. But, y'all but right Kobe now, um, no, nah, this guy's. Um, Come on, this, man. So everybody out there knows this guy just fuck. got. He just learned who Kawhi Leonard was and what basketball Ooh, really is. So, man. Um, so what you think about these bowl games, man? They are fucking horrible. Um, you know, I think the normal Hawaii plays BYU Christmas Eve. At like 4.30 Hawaii time, I mean, there was like fucking 50 people in the game. Like, why? what's the bowl committee doing? Like, why would you play Christmas Eve in fucking Honolulu? Everybody out there eating the Kahlua pig and shit. I, I don't understand. Fuck about that game. These, these games are fucking, they're just, they're meaningless. Uh, you know, that's why a lot of these kids ain't playing in them. Um, I think it's just hurting the, the game. And, uh. I just think the bowl committee needs to reevaluate themselves. Miami loses to La Tech. That's Louisiana Tech for you guys that don't know what La Tech is. I mean, what has happened in in the, in the in this age? I mean, what has happened to college football? Miami, Florida, Florida State. Well, how are they irrelevant? USC. Um, it's unbelievable to me. Um, but Louisiana Tech beats Miami, shuts them out. And Miami fires the OC. So, what you need, Stogie man? Stogie, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, um, Miami fires their OC. Yay! Yeah, so I'm, I just got a uh, shut the fuck up. I got a beef with this bowl committee yeah. and how they're picking bowl games. I think they're shit. And uh, man, it ain't Miami. Miami's OC that fucking lost the game. It's the culture. It starts with the head coach. It starts with the fucking, you know, shit rolls downhill, man. And uh, I don't know. I just think it's a fucking horrible job these guys are doing recruiting. How about USC loses to Iowa, and they look fucking horrible, man. And then 
Coach Helton goes and turns around and fires the D coordinator, Pendergrass. Special team coordinator, Baxter, fires them. Um, did he fire his motherfucking self? But, dog, did you see the release? He says, after talking to Mike Bone, AD, he informed me that I needed to make decisions. Damn. And so, changes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, yeah. Wait, oh, they got to switch roles then. So I'm he like, need to be the AD, and old boy need to come on and do the do his coaching thing. And then it's unbelievable to me, man, how <laughs> how how it's how it's being allowed at SC. And then you got Liner, Bush, Sanchez. You got all these dudes on Twitter bashing everybody. Like, what the fuck's going on? Man, it's bad. It's bad right now. Um, it's just uh, unbelievable. Um, got former players, man. They got former they, players pissed. They gotta get Bush's fucking trophy back. Yeah, the, the fuck they need to start with. They they got bad. They got former players, man. You know, NFL guys, analysts, pissed. They're bashing SC, man. It's just unbelievable. Um, I'm 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 just fucking it all. I'm in awe of how SC is right now. How shitty they are. Uh, in all aspects, recruiting, fucking. Playing, I mean, it's like some poly shit. So Long Beach High School poly, yeah. Like okay, so look, and you know, poly would beat the modern days and the centennials here and there, right? But consistently, when poly had to play a De La Salle or one of those disciplined teams, they lost. <laughs> Man, and they had much more talent, right? Yeah, dog. I will walked out with six lines, uniformed, fucking. They all look the same. SC comes out, motherfuckers in short shirts, hats. Headphones, they're coming out. It's an individual thing, man. And just because you're in the hood in L.A. don't mean you got to be hood. And the coaching staff is a fucking joke, in my opinion. And I, like I said, I know guys on that staff, man, but uh, it starts at the top. Uh, the Patriots, once again, last week proved why they're, you know, AFC East champs 11 years in a row. When it counts, they win. I picked Buffalo to win that. Thought they'd get over the hump. Uh, New England figured a way out. But also, New England ended up losing this past weekend um, to Miami, to a former coach uh, of Bilicek's, and uh, you know put put New England in the fucking wild card seat for the first time um, since I think two thousand seven or something like that. So I think it might be uh, two thousand nine, something like that. New yeah. England, but New England's not used to being in a wild card, so they'll I think they'll host Tennessee Titans though. But you can, you can, yeah. Uh, but Patriots is dangerous. All you know, yeah. I, never put them cats yeah. out. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So if they didn't make the playoffs, I know. they might still yeah. win. So <laughs> that I'm type just, of shit. I'm just saying, who the fuck <laughs> wants to play them in the wild card? Um. So hey, you know what it is. Nah, the, the BCS games, man. I don't know if you watched them. Um, the two the two playoff games. They, you know, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna give you my take on this thing, man. Um. You know, besides Ohio State, when the playoffs first began, Ohio State was the four seed, and they ended up beating Alabama, and they ended up winning it. Um, that's the rare time. But, you know, that league was better. The four teams in it, I think, deservingly belonged in the playoff. The four seed this year was Oklahoma. I think everybody b- agreed before the, the the final pairings were voted on that the fourth seed team was just going to be a team that fucking got to play on TV and Regardless, got, to, got huh? to go through the fucking bowl. Um, there wasn't a worthy force? Process. No, there was none. And I think that the the, the 
I think the fourth seed, man, unless it's like, you know, that people are questioning now, should they have put Alabama in that fourth spot again or, yeah. or Georgia? You know what I mean? Cause I think it, I think it would have been a better situation. Um, Oklahoma gets absolutely fucking molly Obliterated. Um, and everybody knew it. Their defense is horrible. That league's defense is horrible. The conference they play in is horrible. Um, they're not up to that big time playoff level football. Um, you know, my thing was, why even let Oklahoma in it? Why is the fourth seed getting in it? I, I, I truly believe there needs to be three teams in the playoffs. The best team gets a bye. Clemson and Ohio State should have played. And it was a great game. Everybody watched a great game, Clemson-Ohio State. And now Clemson plays LSU, and there's your true national champ. I mean, the fourth seed is irrelevant. Oklahoma was better suited going to play in the fucking Alamo Bowl or some shit. <laughs> um, and, 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 or playing a better, you know, in their bowl game, they could have won. And, 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 and shit, let their college, let their seniors end up uh, with a bowl ring, man. But fuck, they get, get obliterated by fucking LSU. You know, the Heisman Trophy winner, uh, Joe Burrow, proved why he was a Heisman winner. There should be no debate. Um, I, you know, me and Eddie George talked last week, though, or last Monday, that, you know, Chase Young for Ohio State, the DN, who got suspended two games by the NCAA for, you know, buying his girlfriend a fucking flight to the Rose Bowl last year. Um, you know, if he if he plays those two games, I mean, there's maybe another six, seven sacks uh, there, and he was invited to the Heisman uh, race, and, you know, does he, does he get the Heisman? I, I don't know, but... Um, but Joe Burrow, man, is a class act. He he's epitome of Heisman, and he fucking dominated Oklahoma, man. He, I mean, he was flawless. And uh, what do you have? Account for eight touchdowns or nine touchdowns, some shit. Um, Where's he going, Cincinnati? So, uh huh. <laughs> Where's he going to Cincinnati? Yeah, yeah. Who got him first? Bengals. <laughs> Bengals are on the clock. Damn. They should have just named him the starter today. Um, <laughs> for next year. Um, so I don't know. Um. Uh, What's your thoughts on the Natty, man? You know, LSU has been great all year. They beat Alabama, obviously. They've they've beat some great teams. Um, but, you know, I'm a Dabo Sweeney guy. I love what he does there. I think Clemson is the most dominant team in college football. I think they've been that way a few last few years. They've won 29 in a row. I think they make it number 30. And I think they, uh, you know, it's the Tigers versus the Tigers and the Natty. And uh, I think the... Uh, the Clemson Tigers win this one. Um, you know, I like to see Coach O get one. I think he's well deserved. But uh, I think Clemson and just had it's the culture is set. LSU is setting theirs. Uh, you know, they're 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 uh, Clemson is expected to win. And I think they expect to win. Where I think LSU is uh, not happy to be there, so to speak. But I think this is going to be a new scene for them. And they'll have to learn uh, if they're going to be a year-in, year-out uh, contender like Alabama, Clemson has been. Uh, LSU's going to have to uh, they're going to have to prove it to me. So um, I think it'll be a great game, though. I think they're two two great offenses, two great defenses, and uh, I think LSU's going to pull it off. Yep. So so it'll be a good game. Um, what's your thoughts, man? I we're still on these hot topics. Marshawn Lynch. He pulls up to Seattle when it's in his in his truck and, and opens the door and a fucking a million Skittles falls out. Um, He's the Candy Man. Yeah, hey, I, 
I talked to Eddie on the if you listen to the last week on Monday's podcast with Eddie George, I think we thought if anybody could sit out a year and come back, it would be it, it is Marshawn. Um hey, I think he did really well against Frisco on Sunday. And uh he balled out for what I think he could have played. I think I think he carried the ball sixteen times, maybe fifteen times. Uh had about forty yards at a touchdown. Um I think he could have had another one if they didn't have a fucking delay a game on the one inch line. Um, they fuck Marshawn uh, Lynch yeah. off again, again, once nah. again. They owe this nah. motherfucker a ring. Yeah, so they fucked him over with the. <laughs> Get it, us, come on, man. I don't know. Hand the ball off. Uh, <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's very the NFL's playoff seedings and procedures are shitty in my opinion too. They're similar to the college bowls committee. You know they're in a, the the Seahawks are still probably you can consi- you can argue they're one of the best teams still. They yeah. won eleven games. They have to travel to a Philadelphia team that what went eight and eight or what are they nine and seven barely. So I mean, they, they yeah. should get rid of the NFC. I mean that that East Coast all that shit over there. They should just get rid of it or something. This shit is fucking terrible. Uh, How do you be seven and fucking, you know what I mean, nine and, and make you leading the fucking, uh, your conference? That uh, shit's so they, fucking they gotta, retarded. They got to look into that, man. I think it's, uh, they got to reestablish some things and fix some some shit. But I don't know. I think if they would have won that game against the Niners, they would have had a bye. Marshawn could have got more acclimated. I think Seahawks would have been very fucking dangerous. Um, I still think they're going to be dangerous. I pick them to beat the Philadelphia, um, and I think the the Saints will skip by the Vikings. They had a great one last year or two years ago. They're going to have another one, I think, this year, and it'll be a it'll be a dog fight again. Saints will get their revenge from that old shit that happened a couple years ago. Yeah, so I think it'll be the Seahawks and the Saints, and that'll be a great game again. And uh, we'll see. Um, I think this. I think. Uh, I think the Seahawks are uh, dangerous. And then the Niners are going to, you know, I just think the Niners lack the experience in the big playoff game um, where the Seahawks have it. I still think they have enough. They have the veteran Wiley coach. Um, they have a lot of experienced staff guys that I think can get the Seahawks over the hump. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Niners are, are on a roll, and uh, they've had a great year. The motherfuckers is kind of dangerous. I, I keep thinking they're going to fall off. Yeah. Like, they're going to fall off. They're going to fall off, and they keep trucking. I'm like, ah, damn. The defense so is uh, the defense is slid a little bit. They're not as good as they were. But also, they've been they've been playing teams that have had better offenses as of late. So, we'll see. Um, I, I also picked Kirk Cousins to beat Aaron Rodgers last Monday night. Um, and they, he did not. And he proved why he can't get over the hump. He just can't do it. Some people have the it factor. Some don't. He he just can't get over the fucking hump. He couldn't beat Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers this past weekend came back and beat the Detroit Lions. So they'll get a bye, I believe, um, and uh, in the playoffs. So they're dangerous too. Aaron Rodgers. Anytime Aaron Rodgers leads you out in the field, they're they're a dangerous, formidable opponent as well. So um, we'll see. Did you hear about this Mississippi State quarterback misses their bowl game because he got socked in the face by a teammate? You hear about this shit at practice? So Mississippi State's <laughs> quarterback, starter, gets socked in the face in a fight with his own team before practice ends oh, and fucks his eye off and can't play in the bowl game. Oh, man. 
So my thing is to you, dog. What, what, get your it, scraps up. That's my thing. To well, you. <laughs> get your fucking well, scraps up. First of all, <laughs> you can't be a bitch and play quarterback. I don't give a fuck. I, you just can't be a. You can't be that. If you're not, if you're getting your ass beat, then fuck. Nobody's gonna fucking look up to you. Unless you just got blindsided or some yeah, shit. Yeah, you didn't yeah. know it was coming. But you is know. that a lack of control by the staff, or, or what the fuck's cracking? You're in a bowl game, and you have a fight. And your quarterback's involved. To me, yeah. it means there's something happened to where lack of control, lack of fucking. I, I don't know. Some personal shit. It well, could, I mean, could have been some personal shit. But it's disrespectful to the head coach, in my right. opinion, to go ahead and sock your your quarterback. He got a red jersey on, don't he? Ah, man. So you weren't even supposed to touch that motherfucker. But I'm saying they got into a fucking <laughs> fist fight. So you know how that is. Uh, so I don't know, man. That's probably why Mississippi State is what they are. Um, but you can't be a bitch and play quarterback. I'm just, I'm just sorry you to say. Um, but at the same time, the kid that hit the quarterback or even tried to fight him, right. you know, you're a fucking selfish fuck too. And you know, you, there's no, no care in the world these cats have anymore. They don't give a fuck about what the repercussion is, what's what can happen. And, and leading into that, man, did you see the quarterback? Uh, so my, I got two kids that play at Eastern Michigan. Mm. Uh, the head coach there is a guy named Coach Creighton, great dude. He came down and visited me at Independence, and basically helped, he wanted to walk around with me and see what we did as far as how we rebuilt Independence, and that's what he was at at Eastern Michigan. He was in that process of rebuilding, and uh, he got to see some things I was doing, and I had ordered these mechanic shirts, uh, basically a mechanic shirt. My dad was a diesel mechanic. Yeah. So I got Kyle Treasy, huh? Yeah, and I've been around it my whole life, even when they owned a truck repair in Long Beach back in the day called Brown Truck Repair. So I've been around truck mechanic shirts. I always thought they were cool. And I thought they uh you know, they represented like hard working grinders. But you can't um, fix a motherfucking thing. I'm great with on cars, a, on yeah. a fucking car. Don't get it twisted. Um it's in the bloodline, dog. Um <laughs> so it's drinking. But you know, uh Coach Creighton thought it was a great idea. He adopted it. They wore it. They wore some uh, similar ones in their bowl game, and I saw people t- tweeting about them and and giving me credit, and I appreciate it and all that. But you know, I don't know if I'm the first person to do it. Uh, I'm the first person that I've seen do it. But uh, we we did it on Wednesdays. We called it Work Boot Wednesday, and we basically I brought hard hats and work boots for our staff. And mm. we on Wednesdays it was a it was an expected hard working day for our staff to go out there and get those kids. And it's Hump Day also. So you want to get the most out of them, and that's why I did work boot Wednesday. But he loved the idea. He loved. I built a sand trap out in front of our weight room. He loved that idea, and he, you know, he was a humble guy. He's a great dude, and uh, he's got two of my players up there playing for him. Bryson Cannon is our tight end. Um, Richard Bates is their center, and uh, I know Cannon played a lot in that game. But their quarterback, uh, number nine, the last last name was Glass, I believe. You know, he was balling. He had a good game. And Eastern Michigan has not won a bowl game since, I believe, 1986. Damn. So they had a chance to beat a Power 5 school. Uh, and, um, man, the quarterback socks a cat late, late in the fourth quarter. Oh, this quarterback hard. He He's socking somebody. He's not getting socked. He, he socks a dude with a helmet on with his throwing hand. <laughs> Oh, so now you, yeah, now you, dumb. yeah, that's so, dumb as fuck. So you do that, gets kicked out the game, and basically their team loses. I think by three or four points. 
and uh, had a chance to win the game. And, uh, you know, uh, Max Crosby, kid, a guy I love, uh, the Raiders rookie, I'm going to get on the show. Uh, he's a fan of the show. We love, we talk a lot. He he came and kind of defended the kid and said he's a great kid, great leader, and da da da. And uh, he knew the kid. Obviously, knows him. He played there. Max played at Eastern Michigan. So, um, Coach Creighton came out, who I respect a lot, and defended the kid, and said, you know, he made a mistake, and but he knows the kid's true nature, and he's a well nurtured kid, and all this. <sighs> I just don't see. I just can't buy into the shit, dog. There's you, no why you can't buy into that because he's a quarterback. There's a, the quarterbacks are you, different. You know what I'm saying? You, unless you played it, unless you are a coach of and understand the whole totality of the ins and outs and fine intricacies of this whole game, mm. the quarterback's the highest paid player, right? Yeah, for a reason. He's either the goat or the hero. You know what I'm saying? The wide receiver. Yeah. You've seen wide receivers drop touchdowns and. And it's forgotten very quickly. Right. Quarterbacks are the if they lose the game and they throw a pick, they're the fucking goat for a year, a whole year. They're the goat. If they win the Super Bowl, they're the fucking man, <laughs> and they get to fuck the prom queen, and they're the shit. Well, you're the goat of the hero. There's very few positions in life like that, and uh, there's no, there's no fucking place. It's not in your job description to miss class. It's not in your job description to not be the leader. It's not in your job description to fucking not. You the glue. You the glue to the whole setup. Yeah, and everyone follows you no matter if you make a right at the stop sign or you make a fucking left. Mm -hmm. He made a fucking left, and he fucked his team. And I just think it's it's the era, man, that the game has changed. Like, I don't know if a quarterback would have did that shit back in my era. Like, I was as nasty and feisty as the quarterback you could find, but I did that shit in the huddle with my kid, with my team in the huddle. Cussed my old line out, whatever I did. Grab motherfuckers, grab my center by the face mask. But I also cooked them. <laughs> I also cooked for them motherfuckers. You grab by the ass too. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> and, and the center. I, I also cooked for the motherfuckers every Friday, uh. and. uh I also bought them shit, and, you know, respect earns, respect given. They knew the fuck. It's just like coaching. They, my kids knew. That's why you never seen a kid bash me after they left me because they know the real, and, uh, you know, you only see so much shit on a fucking show, but, you know, they, they knew the real, and the same was when I was a player, but I can't believe that the quarterback would do that. And, uh, you, you know, it was a selfish move. I think you, you can't be that fucking hot-headed. Even though I was a hot-headed cat, I could you, you can't do that shit on the field and fuck your team off, in my opinion. So I don't know. I don't. I just don't think the quarterback has I, that. Not uh, that it, that it matters. Was he black or white? Black. Black dude. Okay. So you know, I mean, fuck. There's been some feisty quarterbacks out there, man. You know, you had Jim Plunkett back in the day was as nasty as he got. I mean, you've had a lot of quarterbacks that have gone that were just nasty. Brett Favre, you talk big shit and. You know, you got Elway and, and fuck, you've had a lot of quarterbacks, man. Jeff George was an asshole. You had yeah. a lot of dudes come through, man, but you know, uh you ain't gonna you ain't gonna fucking protect the merchandise, man. That's all I can say. You know what I mean? Especially the motherfucker throw hits a guy with his throwing hand. But um ignorance is life threatening, man. Hope the kid mm -hmm. learns. Um I'm not gonna judge the kid off of one uh play in his career but you know that's the one that i saw and everybody will remember and right now that's what he's remembered for because it's about what have you fucking done for me lately and just imagine you don't do that and you win the fucking game 
you're a hero. Yeah. And right now you're the GOAT, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, yep. You know, I just, it's crazy, man. Um, so getting into, uh, before we get into our meat and potatoes, man, which is some fucking, some, some meaty and some, some thick fucking conversation we're about to have, um, I got to drop our, uh, our show sponsor for the, for the get, for the show, for the podcast sponsor, man, um, is brought to you this week by my bookie, um. And so Christmas is coming gone, but the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. We've seen just what our teams are capable of this season, and now it's time to get your last bets in before the bowl. Will the Ravens be able to get it done? Will Brady and the Patriots get themselves another fucking ring? I bet you have a feeling. So head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. My bookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl games, my bookie is where you want to go. Football not your thing? No worries. My bookie's got it all from the NBA to the Premier League. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple of big favorites this week, parlay wagers, let you bet let you bet multiple games together and if they all come through you bet you win big my bookie has more lines and better odds for the players than any other sports book around if you're if you join now my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1000 that means for you guys that are not math majors if you deposit 2 grand you'll get an extra $1000 in free money to play with sounds like a good ass deal to me um, all you have to do is use our promo code BLV, uh, that's BLV, to activate the offer. Once again, that promo code is BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, and get paid. My bookie, go peep it out. Um, I will be getting it, my bookie. No doubt. I ain't got no two grand, but I got about $40 or something, 30 You lost that on DraftKings. Um, so uh, shit I retired off DraftKings in about three days about $20 a day I lost so you're just a slap dick Um, (laughs) you hence the slap dick sweaters (laughs) hence the slap dick sweaters we got about we got some gray ones some white ones some black ones we're rocking new slap dick sweaters go check it out Uh, jvstore.com get you uh, some hoodies or get you any gear you you uh you want um, play that's drawn up on this fucking sweater? Yeah, garbage yeah. play must be yeah. drawn up yeah, by it's, uh, it's, it's fucked up. Brown. Yeah, I didn't draw it, but Fuck. it is what it is. Um, you know, we talk about a weeble wobble linebacker all you want. That's what you want. <laughs> uh, and you can also get the book "Hate Me Now, Love Me Later" on uh, CoachJBStore.com and a variety of other things. So go check it out. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram. Twitter and our YouTube channel, which is on our bio link uh, on on our social media. Yeah, follow me. I love it. The cats got me over four something. Oh shit! Appreciate y'all, my followers. I love y'all. Are you? Love y'all over four something. So getting into this meat potatoes, man. <laughs> this is why I call this episode first chances, second first choices, second chances. The reason I call it that, man, is this USA Day, the USA Today reporter 
reaches out to me on an email. And uh, this email says, I am a reporter for the USA Today Network reaching out to you for comment and to request an interview for an upcoming news story that concerns you and Independence Community College. I'm like, it don't just concern me. That means you're making up a fucking story and trying to put my name in it. That's how I took it. Sure wasn't a bill collector? Nah, that's, this was on <laughs> fucking Christmas Eve, dog. Can you imagine this? <laughs> so this is on Christmas Eve. This motherfucker wants to talk to me. Yeah, here, bill collector. The story is a follow-up. This is what this motherfucker tells me. The story is a follow-up to our national investigation, Predator Pipeline, mm. about how NCAA athletes transfer between schools after being disciplined for sexual misconduct. Our investigation found athletes punished for sexual assault frequently transferred to junior colleges before transferring to new NCAA schools, which allows them to skirt the NCAA's year of residence requirement keep their skills sharp, and get recruited back to NCAA schools. The story is about how at least four ex-Division I football players on Independence's 2017 team, the subject of Last Chance U Season 3, joined you after being found responsible by their previous institutions for sexual offenses. And then they named the names, right? Right. We are interested in whether you or Independence was aware of these Athletes being a danger on your campus. A <laughs> danger, huh? So, no, I wasn't aware, you fucking <laughs> slapdick motherfucker. Why don't you fucking go do some real research, you fucking bottom feeder? So, I'm going to blast bottom this motherfucker feeder. out on Twitter, man. So, you don't know. Watch when I hope all you fucking 100,000 plus people follow me on Twitter go fucking blast this dude when I blast it out this week. And my 50. So... 50 people. But when you, <laughs> this motherfucker's going to drop a story. He was going to do a story without me talking to him, oh, without talking to my former female athletic director, okay? Make sure you understand I said female. Okay. Remember, I have a daughter who's 21. Yeah. You have a daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we've never been into all that bullshit. And if you've watched the show, watch me or know anything about me, obviously you know I didn't play that shit. You weren't going to have, you weren't going to even call a girl the B word around me or cat call or do any disrespectful shit about women right. with me, especially having women AD. And my, my AD wasn't playing. She was a Title IX compliance officer. Okay, she's been at the Division One level. She's a Hall of Fame, K-State Hall of Famer. She knew the ins and outs of this thing. The University of Minnesota is the school we're talking about. It was a big-time um, story on ESPN a few years back. Mm. A good friend of mine was the coach, Coach Clays, and a good and a great guy uh, before him was the head coach that was named Jerry Kill, who resigned due to some seizure issues and so forth. And he recruited these kids. So I've talked to both guys involved. I hired a coach from the University of Minnesota who was one of the guys that opened up the door to this deal, uh, this allegation, and was one of the guy, one of the staff members who actually had witnessed some things and knew a lot about it. So I did a, not only did I do all that digging and turning over rocks and figuring out, okay, are these kids even worth me giving a chance to? Because the only reason they were even worth giving a chance to is because they had no charges, they were not convicted, and they found this girl to be bullshit. And these kids went through the ringer. And Coach Clay's, I don't know if you know, but I don't know how many million-dollar coaches do you know out there that have 
not only threatened to boycott their bowl game at the time, but got fired over it. Like, what million-dollar motherfucker ever sticks his neck out for these, let's just say it, so, black kids. So let's speak, just say it, black kids. Yeah. Who, who, who sticks their name, name, neck out for some black kids and risks yeah. their million-dollar job? He did it. So right. kudos to Coach Clay, great human being, by the way. He, he, he got two of my players up at Washington State as a D coordinator before he left. I think he's going to Virginia Tech now. So, that, so they blaming these kids, and he's backing them. He's well, saying. what happened was these kids basically are, you know, they get, they get these fucking charges brought against them, and they're like, wait up. Well, the charges get dropped. They find out that it's bullshit. So the, they the allow real, them. the real police. Or yeah, whatever, real, yeah. Not the, real. the school. Not the school. The school fucked up the investigation. Okay. It was bad. We read the eighty-five page dossier. Trust me, we did more than enough to get to understand this. So we, the, the kids get reinstated. Okay, All they right. go back and play another five, six, seven weeks. Well, bowl season's coming. Mm-hmm. This girl comes back and fucking gets a restraining order against these kids around the athletic facility, which includes the fucking stadium that they play in in Minnesota. Wow. Plus the factors facility. So these kids can't be around their own fucking facility. So bowl game coming up. So bowl game's coming play. up. Coach Clay goes to the, you know, the admin is like, listen, this is all bullshit. These kids don't have nothing. This not girl charged with shit. Not charged. The judge dropped it. Now they're fucking, uh, they have a restraining order. Now they can't even fuck. Mm. So they, 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 they fucking, he boycotts the bowl game. And uh, says, we're not going to play it if these kids aren't clear to play. Well, he subsequently, he gets fired. Mm-hmm. He's fired uh, later on after the bowl game. He's fired. They played the bowl game, but he, he gets fired. Those kids end up leaving. And after their investigation, I bring them to independence. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to tell you, the three kids that were in this issue, uh, I'm not going to say any names because it's not right. Um, but the three kids, I would have let them babysit my daughter all day long. And you know, I'm a great judge of character, man. Right. Uh, you know, those kids were some great kids, man. And by the way, they all graduated from their four year institution, uh, last weekend with their bachelor degree. So kudos to those kids for working hard and getting through it. Um, so the, 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 the report, that email I read to you guys, it's so fucking slap in my face. It's such. It's so bad because first of all, they're saying that was I aware of who I brought on my campus? No, I just told guys to just pack your shit and just come on my campus and play for me. <laughs> you fucking idiot. So, yeah, the research was done. They're trying to create something out of, out of nothing. nothing and but did you hear store. this motherfucker saying they were found responsible? Respect. That's a way of saying that these black kids. Are guilty? No, they're not, motherfucker. There's no charges. There's no charges pending, and just so he didn't, he didn't. I, I, so you know, I hope he recorded the message because I did. Um, <laughs> so that will be on an episode um, down the line, fellas. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, so you understand, I have that in my pocket. Um, but I cussed a guy out because the truth of the matter is, he didn't do any research, man. He's looking to fucking get a handout. He wants to make last chance you season three. His fucking, uh, you know, yeah, name of fame. Shit, huh? And he wants to get some fame off the shit. And uh, he wants to use this shit. Why are you bringing these kids and trying to drag them through the mud this late in the game when they've already had some success? They've, they've got, they went through JUCO jail with me, um, moved on, got Division One scholarships, graduated. Now two of them are going to go to the NFL draft. 
uh, at least tried the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, have had no hiccups. They were class A, class acts with me. This is what this fucker don't get. And USA Today is fucking horrible, man, in this shit. They've done it, they've done it to me a few times. Do they realize that it doesn't start or end with the head coach or the AD when it comes to bringing these kids in that have these charges, so-called charges or allegations or accusations? It's a process, huh? It's not only a process. First of all, it goes to outside sources, so they have to do background checks on these kids. If they don't clear a background, they're not allowed on door, in our dorm room on the campuses. That goes for us, Division One, Division Two. It doesn't matter. If they don't clear a background, they can't be allowed on the dorms. They can go to school because, you know, they got felons to go and take classes, mm-hmm. especially at the JUCO level. But if they don't clear background, they can't even go and get in our dorm rooms. So they act like I'm the fucking, yeah, just come on, come on, come on out. Like, no, they had to go through a background check. Yeah. So they cleared that, and we brought them in. Um, and there's so many different things that these people didn't, they don't, they just, they don't do any investigation, man. They fucking, they're bottom feeders and they're a bunch of fucks. They want to fucking drug these kids through the mud after they already went through it. By the way, he don't realize these kids filed a fucking big time class action, racial discrimination lawsuit against the university of Minnesota. They should. And, um, yeah, Minnesota too. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. These are, you know, and these kids were from inner city, uh, uh, another inner city, but just, you know, they, they filed a fucking racial discrimination suit, um, for that reason too. And this guy's trying to say like, like, I don't know shit about them and, and, and they were shitty and they're nah, you don't know shit about what you're fucking discussing. And it's sickening to me, man. But those kids, you know what they did Spree? They made. One bad decision, and that was being at the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. And that's what they're being uh, basically fucking, you know, they're being, like, executed for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to uh, watch yourself around all these fucking females in college. And man. I told them that. I said, hey, that's I brought them, when I brought them in, I said, you know, you guys fucked up by being there, right? And they were like, yep, that's, the, that's it, coach. You know, we didn't do shit, but, you know, we were at the wrong place at right. the wrong time. And looking for a ticket out. These bro, there's a lot of these yeah, chicks. Man. And so, you know, uh, it's a, it's a cold business, man. And it's a cold game. And so you got to keep your head on the swivel, man, at all times. And, uh, enough for the reporter. Fuck. Oh, uh, uh, the reporter's a slap dick, man. He doesn't, <laughs> he do, they do no research. <laughs> they don't do any fucking sound investigation. Um, they want to, they want to bury kids in the mud, bury their, you know, it's unbelievable, man, how they do this shit. Um, it's, it's shame on them, um, for digging up bullshit. And, uh, so, you know, they're going to put their report out. I'm willing to see, I want to see this shit. Uh, they already have one out there. Um, and it's regarding a bunch of players from Oregon and Baylor and all this different shit. I don't condone anything. If the kid did it bad, I, I don't, I didn't want any of them. Just so you know, half those kids in that report on the USA Today that he's already put out there, mm-hmm. I turned those kids down. Like I could have mm-hmm. took them. I turn them down too because if I do find out there's some shakiness or there ain't no solid ground, I'm not fucking with them. Right. And, and and regardless of it, and if they were convicted or charged, I'm not fucking with them at all. Right. And people don't realize, motherfucking Garden City in my same league had a motherfucker that we played. He had a fucking ankle bracelet on, <laughs> and he was at another school. All right. I'm not going to name any names. Mm. He was at another school and got charged with the same sexual acts. He wasn't responsible. 
Yeah, he was fucking charged. <laughs> and guess what? The motherfuckers <laughs> took the dude. I didn't take him. I didn't want nothing to do with the motherfucker. Right. You know, dog, after he played us a couple weeks later, he was charged again in Garden City. And not only for that, for other shit, and got extradited back. Oh, shit. And, you know, hey, man, a square is a square, circle's a circle. I don't give a fuck. They're never going to change their shape. You should be emailing that coach. Oh, yeah. I mean, Not true. No shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared. Why are they going to call me? Oh, because you could get a last chance you fame? Danger to the campus. So, yeah, danger to the campus. Yeah. Just so you know, not one player of mine got arrested under my watch. And no kids ever left the four-year or been arrested from the four-year when they left me. 101 kids in three years in independence. But just period. I mean, not even the football shit. Just on GP on a, on a regular daily basis, you can't fucking screen every fuck. You know what I mean? People going to do what they're going to do. Uh, the campus is dangerous just with people fucking walking around there, period. No, oh, this cat's yeah, came off the street and come on, motherfuckers, man. Yeah, come on, man. People. He just wants some fucking attention. He wants attention, but, you know... The motherfucker's out of his mind. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's that's a lot of that whole shit, man, has went down. And, I, you know, I just thought I wanted to talk about it. And uh, me and Eddie George discussed it. I mean, I think everybody deserves a second chance. But, you know, cats that are, to me, man, the pedophiles of the world and the motherfuckers that touch girls and young kids, I have no, I have no sympathy for them. I don't. That's one cat, one genre, if you want to call it. Uh, uh, that I won't touch and I don't really feel sorry for. So, um, but cats that get thrown under the rug and thrown under the bus for, for shit they didn't do or just wrong place, wrong time, I think you deserve a second chance. And, uh, you know, I think my athletic director did a great job. She knew about it. It was a Title IX issue. Um, you know, all the background sources that we had to go through the process, processes, and, and we did them and we turned over rocks, and I'm not regretful at all about it and i'm glad those kids got scholarships and moved on and graduated and now they have a chance in the nfl and uh so we'll see um that's uh it's fucked up but yeah it's a slap in my face so i got pissed and and went off on the motherfucker um like people are gonna like like i'm gonna allow some shitbird predator to play for me like get the fuck out of here watch the show you slap dick fuck um <laughs> You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you calling me slap dick? Because my dick slaps me across <laughs> your face. <laughs> now that is the slap dick of the week. Um, and we want you to know that the USA reporter. And you'll find out who he is um, soon enough. Now look, there's this topic, Spree, I'm going to bring up to you. I'm going to get your take. Yep. Joe Burrow, the quarterback at LSU, the Heisman Trophy winner, who balled you, out and dominated Oklahoma. You mean the census, Burrow? Yeah, you know who what the fuck is that? It's the cats that go go around and to the hood. They check the hood. They check the, the burrow. Burrow. Um That's a uh a wash scene. If you guys don't know what the wash is, you need to go fucking watch it. Um so Joe Burrow's dad, man, I know really well. I didn't even realize who it was. He was a coach at the University of Ohio. Uh, coach Solich, Frank Solich is the head coach that I've known a long time since he recruited me back in 05, 06. I recruited kids from me. Um, he retired, okay? He retired to watch Joe Burrow play his senior year at LSU. Now, I've seen these reports on Twitter and social media, and I love Coach Burrow, man. I I, I love uh, I love what he does, and and uh, and uh, I I like engaging. You know, I had 
intermingle with them in recruiting and we and and all that. Great dude. All these social media people come out and start talking. What a the greatest dad ever, um, to do this. Da, 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 da. And I'm just laughing kind of because I'm like, hold on now. They must be from fucking Rosie land and <laughs> uh, where everything's peachy keen and fucking uh, shit smells like roses and you could fart in the wind and not smell it. Listen, everybody, he was a Division One football coach, made a pretty good living. His son is going to be possibly the first draft pick. So he's sitting on millions. Not every fucking dad has that luxury to do to sit. I'm going to retire and watch my son play. It's not that <laughs> fucking easy. So, you know, please stop saying he's the greatest dad of all time. There's a lot of dads that unfortunately do a lot more but can't do it. And you have no idea who they are out there. And some of them, unfortunately, even get tabbed as a fucking deadbeat dad. And uh, they tried their hardest, but we don't all have that luxury of having a first-round son and going to the NFL. But LeBron, LeBron goes to his son game and get bashed for it. He gets bashed because he's supporting <laughs> his kid. But um, but they praise this motherfucker. Huh? It's a very relative thing, man, and and uh, it's relative to professions and means of employment. Let me just tell yeah. you, I don't think that this guy, you know, could you just retire tomorrow to watch Jets fucking senior year in high school? Man, I wish I could. um, (laughs) So please keep refrain that and think about the whole picture, man. There's a lot of motherfuckers homeless out in L.A., the number one homeless city in America. And, and, you know, I ran into a dude that was I saw in downtown L.A., man. He's a buddy, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I knew who the guy was. He's homeless, and he was a straight baller. And uh, I know he has two kids for a fact. And uh, he was a great dude, great dad, and whatever reason, I didn't get to talk to him, but for whatever reason, he's fucked up now on the streets in downtown L.A. And uh, he was a freak of nature on the football field and in the basketball court. And he's got two kids alone, and I know he sure can't fucking retire, motherfuckers. You guys need to fucking sit back and have some fucking eat some humble pie and think about who the greatest dads are before you start talking that shit, man. That pissed me off. Jamison Winston <laughs> throws 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. First person ever. That's a wash, ain't it? First quarterback ever. So he didn't throw no <laughs> touchdowns, yeah, no that's picks. A, that's a wash. Um, what's your thoughts on that? And then he, I hear uh, there's a rumor out there he wants $30 million a year. But each touchdown or each pick. I don't know <laughs> which one he wanted for. <sighs> I don't know, dog. I mean, maybe zero. It's a wash. <laughs> Fuck. Zero million. Um, <laughs> he said he's the greatest cat, though. If he didn't throw them thirty picks, he said he was he was the greatest quarterback. Oh shit! Something like that. If he didn't throw those thirty <laughs> picks, um, hey, he had a couple four hundred yard games, and I think he is a gunslinger. Um, his coach, Coach Arians, I think is a great. I think he is the best fit for him. So if he can get through to him and fix him, I yeah. think it's he's in the right spot. Um, he beat my fucking Rams, though. So I really so, can't yeah. say too much of shit. We'll see, man. Um, I already talked about Freddie Kitchens getting fired at Cleveland on Mon- last Monday. I, I, you know, I think it's management and ownership. I think Baker Mayfield has something to do with that. I think he's a shitbird fucking coach killer. But um, yeah. I... 
You, you, you got oh, you got OBJ, dog. Yeah. You got you got two great running backs, Chubb and fucking Hunt. I mean, what? Why you can't score no points? Why? Why OBJ didn't have the? How many catches did he have this year? Like, did you see the catch he made Sunday? Nah. Motherfucker went up and grabbed the ball over. It made yeah. cats look like they were in Pop Warner, and then he two touch toed a motherfucker get touchdown, and they're like, and I saw like I think Ryan Clark somebody posted on Twitter like. Baker Mayfield pisses me off even more seeing that this cat make right. that type of catch. He ain't got no damn line, though, to, you know what I'm saying? Keep him back oh, there for a minute. shit. I motherfucker do start with the line. Dog, he's a one-read guy. He makes one read. Uh, he don't like it. He's off it, and he's fucking uh, running around, he, and he's trying to improvise. improvise and, yeah, he wanted them yeah, cats. He's just throwing shit at the wall, see if it sticks, dog. Oh, shit, yeah. You can't have that. Trying to, you know. Oh, fuck. I don't know, man. Have longevity and some wins and some playoffs and Super Bowls. You can't do that. Yeah, it sounds like a shit show to me. It's a fucked up deal. They are who we thought they fucking were. You know what I mean? So it's just that fucker's attitude, though. Period. That's another thing. He just kind of, you know what I mean? Who uh, Baker? Yeah. Oh, he's a shitbird. Yeah. How are you a shitbird and, and play quarterback? But yeah. how are you a shitbird and play quarterback? I just don't understand it. I mean, it don't make no sense to me. I'm so fucking over this shitbird quarterback shit, man. <laughs> There's no room in your job description, man. I just don't get it. Your job description don't allow that shit, but we got yet we have fucking shitbirds playing quarterback. And there's a lot of them out there, man. Shit. I don't understand it, but is what it is. I think uh hopefully some shit'll change. I don't know, man. Um We got a few questions, man. I, I've been I've been asked a few times. I was out in Seattle, man. I was asked about uh, my favorite cigars. Look, it. I got a go-to cigar. I think I've said it before, man. I smoke a Brickhouse Maduro 60 gauge. Um, I think it's a cheaper, smooth stick that you can get, man. Send us some Brickhouse if you can find them. Um, I I suggest it. I'm a Maduro guy, though. I like it. Uh, I like a hard, uh, pause. strong smoke, man. Pause, pause. <laughs> Strong, hard smoke. Uh, I don't like soft shit. So uh, make sure you guys go get a get a get a. Uh, that should have get you sick, brick huh? house, man. It depends yeah, on how you eat and shit, man. Nah, you just can't go for a fucking strong stogie right away. Yeah, you soft. You though. gotta eat on some good shit first before you yeah, hit that. But you you're know, all soft. That shit. I think you're soft. You need that migraine. You, you gotta be. You can't be soft either, though. So um, <laughs> I had that migraine first. Yeah, you know. Um, Listen, I got a, I got a question, man. Um, and I'm gonna spree spree play the position, man, and and at a high level and stuff. But um, he I'm, the question was, where do I think? Um, what what is what a what advice do I have to an aspiring young coach uh, that just got done playing? So if I'm asked spree like. If you think you could, you have coached right when you went to like, let's just say Fort Hayes, you left Compton and you wanted to go to Fort Hayes and you started, you think it's Wait, hard what? to give that advice, man. Yeah. Well, shit, you could coach, but if you're still around the age of these cats, you're just getting out. So you, it, it's hard to, you relate to them cats too much. You know exactly. what I'm saying? If you're so not, exactly. So if you have separated yourself <laughs> from a player to a coach that fast at 22, 21, yeah, that, 23. That's tough. Remember, uh, yeah. we had a coach at Compton, Coach Clark. What's yeah, up, Coach yeah. Clark? Yeah. Uh, you know, I I, yeah. I just didn't feel that cat was, yeah. he was coaching me, but I felt shit, you. 
yeah. you just got out of college or whatever. You're not even on my level. Yeah. You yeah. know, so I didn't respect that just off yeah. the age shit. Respect there. So respect given. It's kind of hard to. Real recognizes real as well. You know. So, I mean, he I mean, was a good coach, but that was just my take yeah, at yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And we were a bunch of ignorant, older cats. <laughs> Fellas, we played at Compton College. And uh, we came out. We went zero and ten. That was a year. Compton God, College had damn. been Compton College. So you guys know, back in ninety eight, we didn't win one. Nope. They had a ninety. They came off. Of, they didn't have a season the year before. They had dropped football. So we took a squad over. Coach Ward took a squad over that basically was like the motherfucking replacements. Yeah, yeah. And we basically had 22, 23-year-old cats straight out the pen. <laughs> All of us had kids. All of us had kids. It was daddy daycare yeah, on the yeah. on the practice field two, every day. Two years two, out of high years school. Off, two you know, years, yeah. yeah. We were fat out of shape. Cats were smoking, smoking weed in the locker room at, at halftime. Cats were drinking yeah. 40 ounces in the locker. Yeah, yeah. During the game, cats drinking 40 ounces, yeah. man. I'm not bullshitting you. So just so you understand. Good times. Um, man, <laughs> do you know, dog, that team, there's 15 cats that have died? Yeah, yeah, 15 yeah, guys. Of- that, and, and you know they're all like assassination, yeah, murder. Yeah. Strangler got hung in the, in the, in the, in the, in the projects. That's yeah, a lot of bullshit, yeah, yeah. Vandy got smoked in front of Compton High, right in front of the police station. After beating a dude's ass over a girl, yeah, man. he comes back after getting his ass beat and shoots you. You know that's just that yeah. cowardly ass bitch shit. Um, yeah, that 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 was a type of squad. Um, yeah, so you know, um, should have been ten and all. We should have. We lost a lot of games by one, by two one, points. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, what uh, so the, the, go back to the question. My advice to a young coach, man, is is uh. You better get up before everybody else, and you better go to sleep before after everybody else, and uh, just be a sponge, huh? Be what a sponge. Think? Keep everything off the head coach's desk that's negative. Um, well, well, I think coach. Excuse me, I don't mean to cut you off, but what I think is find a squad <laughs> if you can. Somebody you know uh, that you think is a good mentor, and kind of watch what they do if you have that opportunity to get you know to to, to know somebody already and, and get on a squad like that. But if not, just be a sponge, man, and kind of take it all in and, and almost be a fly on the wall type shit. Uh, you got to be. But this is the thing, though. You, It ain't that easy to get into that job. Right, so, right. you know, you got to probably start. If you ain't a GA and just got done playing, if you got done playing, you need a GA. If I could do it all over, I probably wouldn't have chased playing professionally. I probably would have went and been a GA. And I guarantee I'd be a Power 5 Division One head coach somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do that. And a lot of these guys frown upon that when they hire and if you didn't GA like they did, they won't hire you. And uh, that's just how it is. It's a tight fraternity. Um, I'm not necessarily mad at it, but there are guys out there like myself and other junior college guys that are more than worthy, um, but they'll never get a chance, unfortunately. So um, that my advice is, man, keep bad shit off the head coach's desk. Uh, be the head coach of your position and go study, man. And, and uh, when the head coach asks for something, have that motherfucker right then and there. Don't say you'll go back and get it and turn it to him later. That was my biggest compliment to a coach, man. It was a guy that had the shit ready for you when you asked for it. Um, so, you know. Um, Just be a student of that shit, huh? And, you know, the number one job for an assistant coach for you guys out there that don't realize it is to protect the fucking head coach. So that is the number one single most important job for the assistant. Protect the head fucking coach. Um 
So, you know, maybe be loyal. Fuck. There's so many fucking shit birds out there now, man, that want to be fucking some five minute fame guy. It's unbelievable. Um, so, you know, uh, another guy asked me, man, do I have any coaching offers? No, I don't have any offers. I'm not really looking for them either. Um, so I just, not right now, man. I'm just chilling. Like I said, I've been doing a few events. Seattle was a great one last weekend over the holidays. Um, and we'll see, man. Uh, we'll see what lies ahead. I don't know where I'm at yet right now, and, and I'm just having fun doing this. And so we'll see how uh, we'll see what how the road takes us. Um, what road I travel down next? Shit. Would, would you rather uh, head coach a lower division or go high, upper division and be assistant? Uh, I th- I'm probably over the assistant shit. Yeah. Yeah, I need to run my own program probably from now on out. <laughs> Not even OC? Nah, I don't know, man. <laughs> it had to be a big Depends time. Depends on where it's at. Yeah, it had to be an SC or some shit like that. Right. Um, but, hey, man, I, uh, you know, like I said, I hope you guys were safe last night. Coming off New Year's Eve and uh, enjoy New Year's Day and the bowl games and the games. And, uh, you know, Monday's a national championship game. We'll get some more of that on Friday. Um, and, uh, we'll get to the NFL game, the playoff weekend, um, that's coming ahead and, uh, we'll get to a few of those things and I'm sure we'll have a lot more on the subject, but Hey, tweet us out, man, some questions, uh, respond and rate us on uh, iTunes, leave some comments, um, give us your thoughts, man, on, uh, what you guys think, uh, especially about our meat and potatoes topics today about the usa today deal and and all that type of shit man and uh i guess you can't really comment on that stuff unless you've lived in it um or been a part of it either so it's hard but um you know i'll still be uh i'll still you know read your comments subjectively and uh try to be uh i I try where i won't i won't you know i'll try to keep an open mind to it I'm going to look that article up. Yeah, but I know there's a lot of slapdicks out there that'll make slapdick comments. So, mm-hmm. uh, But make sure, man, you uh, check out my bookie and uh, make sure you re- listen to that and go check it out if you are better. And, uh, hey, man, looking forward to uh, episode 10 Friday. Stay tuned and uh, listen in. And like Sorry. I said, I'll be having some former uh, players of mine from Last Chance You on the podcast coming up. I also have a few other Big name guest in line coming up, so it's only going to get better. Uh, it seems like we've done a thousand of these, and this is just number nine. So keep continuing to listen. We support. We appreciate the support. And uh, like I said, go get you a slapdick sweater. Uh, go go uh, follow Slapdick Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and follow us on YouTube. It's in our bios. For my main man Spreewell. Yay. Um. It's the real coach JB here, man. Another day, another dollar. We'll holler at you next time. Peace. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Better find a guy, man. I'm just telling you.